Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Margaret Josephs reveals where she stands with Teresa Judice after their Nashville fight. Just did the reunion and she doesn't have any remorse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then Jersey housewife Tracy sets the record straight about husband Tiki Barber's past. Everything's out there. The good, the bad, the ugly. Some of it's not true. Some of it is true. So there was no skeletons in my closet that could have been brought out and embarrassed me or my family at this point. Plus everything we know about the Jersey reunion. We got all that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp and welcome to another big week of Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey Mandy. Hey, we have a very Jersey filled week this week. Oh, you know, that's exactly how I like it. (laughs) Um, But before we get into all of that, what did everybody have to say about last week's show? A lot about Jersey, a lot about (laughs) Margaret and Teresa and that epic Nashville fight. So uh, Cindia Louise Dawson said, the queen of New Jersey, Teresa, is falling. A good man doesn't need defending. Margaret didn't go to any blogs. We've been watching Teresa for so many years. She needs to go. Teresa is embarrassing at this point. She should have to pay for everybody's dinner that she ruined. (laughs) I do agree about the dinner bill. She should have paid for that. She totally should have paid for that. Um, Antoinette Lugo says, March has been talking to the blogs all along, and that is why Jackie and Melissa are afraid afraid of her. Jackie makes a statement to Dolores at the tree climbing place. That makes this feel true. Mm, A lot of of people were on uh, Teresa's side in the conversation, which surprised me because we were, I I was a little bit more Margaret. Um, but it's interesting that a lot of you guys are team Teresa still. Yeah, minus totally. India. Yeah, <laughs> minus India. All right, so let's get into this whole blogger situation because people are going nuts online about what happened behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Um, so after being accused of leaking the rumors about Louis to the bloggers in last week's episode, Margaret took to Instagram and responded to a post that showcased Louis's ex Vanessa Riser, thanking her for a necklace and a post on Twitter that featured blogger David Yante. So we know David, we love David. Um, he's the host of From Behind the Bel- Velvet Rope podcast. He's not a blogger right. per se, but he's apparently this blogger that people are, are referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, so one commenter, the bitchy housewife said, so Teresa was right. Marge does know Louis X and she is besties with a blogger. He was also seen at Marge senior's birthday. Louis X is thirsty and on hinge. She even does Ron J after shows with Dana and talks about Bravo all the time. 
No wonder Teresa did what she did. She knew exactly what was going on behind her back. Who is the sick and disgusting liar now? Following the post, Margaret offered a response, noting that she and David, who is not a blogger, as I said, mm-hmm. are friends, simply clar- and clarifying that Vanessa had simply purchased a necklace from her company. Interesting. So Margaret said, now that you have uncovered the Da Vinci Code, let me set it straight. We're all friends with David, and he's a podcast host, not a blogger. The last photo is from the season finale at Dolores's. He was invited to when we all found out about the orchestrated hair pull by T. Mm. And he was invited to March Senior's birthday, among other events. Louis X did purchase a warrior necklace from my company that made that's made that we made for breast cancer. Um, and she tagged me. You are not a genius. She states in her video she bought it. I would tag every news outlet and fan site that ran endless stories, but it was too many to mention. Mm. I don't know. After seeing and hearing all sides, we want to know if you guys are still team Marge, team Teresa. It's very complicated. I'm I'm so confused about all this. I mean, I, I don't know now. Like, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I spoke to Margaret yesterday. We're going to get to a little bit of the, the interview later on. And she was like, I don't really have anything to gain by going to the bloggers about Louis past, which I understand. I mean, it does make for a storyline on the show. I don't know though. I I don't know. The one thing that gets me is the necklace. Yeah. It is a little strange out of all the places in the world you can order a necklace from that Louis X ordered a necklace from Marge. Yeah, that is that is a little suspect. You're oh, right. Weird. Yeah, there's I don't think David Yontif is the blogger. No. I believe that he's a friend of all the housewives. He has them all on his show. Mm-hmm. He's from the tri-state area, I think. You know, he's yeah. invited to their events. I that one doesn't get to me as much as the necklace. No, definitely. And we got to get David back on the show to talk all yes. about us. Yes. <laughs> Maybe next week. But yeah, no, I, it's, I don't know. This whole thing is really convoluted and complicated. And I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, I'd love to know still if you are team Marge, team Teresa. But um, all right, let's get into this um, other big uh, story that happened this week. So Nene Leakes filed a complaint against Bravo, Andy Cohen and the Real Housewives of Atlanta, accusing them of racism and a hostile work environment. In court documents, she said NBC, Bravo and True foster a corporate and workplace culture in which racially insensitive and inappropriate behavior is tolerated, if not encouraged. Now, she also brings Kim Zolciak uh, Bierman into this whole thing, saying that um, her former co-star made racist comments for years, um, but she was the one that was punished at, for telling executives. And she alleges that executives did not terminate their relationship with Kim, but instead gave her a spinoff, which is, of course, Don't Be Tardy, um, which lasted for a number of seasons. She also accused the network of trying to stop her from being vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. Court documents said, as the Black Lives Matter movement swept our nation, Mrs. Leakes, Bravo's historically most successful Black female talent, should have been embraced by NBC, Bravo, and True. Instead, NBC, Bravo and True forced her out of the house she built, not denying her a regular role. Yikes. This is crazy. This is crazy. By this, because when I think of Nini, I think of her as like one of the icons of the housewives. You know, I never thought that this was she was upset behind the scenes with Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when she left the show, I think she either went on YouTube or Instagram and kind of alluded to this a little bit, um, saying that, you know, she never got the spinoff that she wanted and that, you know, kind of kind of said this a little bit. But I never thought that maybe she would take it this far. So it seems like, you know, not only is she 
angry and rightfully so if this happened um it doesn't seem like there will ever be a chance of nini maybe coming back to atlanta at this point i don't think so yeah really close the door on that but really close the door. that she's standing up for herself and for other people so totally yeah so um we'll have to wait and see and we'll yeah. of course keep you updated on this one yeah yeah all right. Well, Real Housewives of Potomac's Ashley Darby has separated for, from her husband, Michael Darby, an insider um, who recently attended Karen Huger's premiere party for the Real Housewives of Potomac Karen Huger's Grand Dam reunion, told us that Ashley was going around saying that her marriage is ending and she's about to be on the dating market. She wrote, it's been almost eight magical years. Um, Ashley told Bravo Daily Dish in a statement that she and Michael will always love and respect each other despite their different going their different ways. She said, we have decided to separate. We are aware that there will be many speculative views as to why we have made this decision. People will be quick to assume that the causes were too much intrusion by reality TV into the most personal parts of our lives, age gap issues, cultural problems, or child rearing differences. Pieces of all these may have affected our pure love for each other but no one reason is the root cause of our mutual decision to go our separate ways she also noted that they are both at very different stages in their lives and have different goals for their futures and they both want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment and feel that they cannot do that together she concluded saying we also know that true happiness can only be achieved by continuing to work together and putting our hearts and souls into raising our two beautiful boys dean and dylan they will always feel loved and supported for uh for they were truly created out of out of love as this is a personal matter for us, we appreciate everyone who has been part of our journey and ask for your continued support and respecting their decision um, going forward. So they tied the knot back in 2014, two years before uh, Potomac premiered on Bravo. Now their relationship, if you're a Potomac fan, quickly became a topic of conversation after he allegedly grabbed the rear end of Katie Rose's then fiance Andrew Martin at a party. He and his wife denied the claims during the season one reunion. But in September of 2018, he was accused of groping a cameraman's butt while working on an episode of the reality series. He was suspended from filming, charged with second degree uh, sexual assault and improper sexual contact. At the time, Bravo, Bravo and True, originally the program company for the Potomac, suspended uh, filming with him and the charges were later dropped. So they've had a messy history. Clearly. Very messy. Very messy. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised by this one. I'm actually surprised that it took so long. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, she kind of alluded to like all of the factors that in her statement about what went wrong. I mean, there is a huge, there's almost a 30 year age gap too. I mean, she's 33, he's 62. Um, They do have two beautiful boys together, but yeah, this is, um, this is had a recipe for the disaster right from the beginning. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that they're going their separate ways. I think it's probably for the best. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they're shooting this right now. I would, I think so. Something tells yeah. me that they are shooting. I am, um, you know, I, um, when we spoke to Karen not so long ago, she kind of alluded to the fact that maybe they were getting back uh, into the swing of things, but you know, Potomac is a huge success. So I, I would imagine that a next season is definitely in store. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, back to Jersey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Hayden <laughs> spoke to E! News this week about the reunion coming up. We also spoke to Margaret, which we'll get to in a few min- minutes about it, but um, let's get to what Jennifer said. So she said that even 
that Teresa Judas had to remove her appendix just days before the filming of the season 12 reunion, she wasn't any less spicy. She said, I don't think anything could hold Teresa Judas down, not even a surgery. <laughs> she added that it's safe to say all of us kind of go at it. There were times where all of us were screaming all at once. It was very emotional. Andy Cohen was actually scolding us. Mm-hmm. Literally, he was like, would you all just shut up or just like one at a time? Um, so the, what I also thought was interesting, not that it's surprising, but Andy also put Jen's husband, Bill, on the hot seat for a mm-hmm. minute during the reunion. Uh, but Jen said, Bill is a champ. And there was part of him that knew it was important for me to share the story. He was put on the spot and he filmed all season for me as awkward and as uncomfortable as it as it was. Um, people were thinking that he wasn't team Jen or that he wasn't being supportive of his wife. But I literally acknowledged this big secret and then I expected him to show up for it. It's not easy for everybody like it is for me. So I had to respect that. Mm. She went on to say. Bill is just such a supportive husband and I just think that he's amazing. He's amazing and I'm really lucky to have him and I wouldn't be with anybody that I didn't trust. I wouldn't be with anybody that I didn't tre- that didn't treat me well and Bill treats me like a queen. Listen, we spoke about it and now we're done with it and we could close that chapter of our lives. All right. <laughs> I'm ready for this reunion though. I'm so excited oh, yeah. about it. It's yeah, I'm, so good. Yeah, between this and what Margaret told us, I'm like... It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And let's get right into it. So let's see what Margaret actually has to say about the reunion. So take a look. Do you feel like now that you're a few months out of it, I know kind of watching it back kind of rehashes everything for you, but do you feel like maybe now that some time has been removed, do you feel like she has any remorse for what happened? I just did the reunion and she doesn't have any remorse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can laugh about it, but you know, I, She's not one to really have a lot of remorse. Mm-hmm. Is that upsetting to you? Because you, you know, you have been friends for quite some time. And I, she feels, you know, I thought you were my friend and I thought I am her friend. I am a good, a good friend tells you the truth. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always tell you what you want to hear. Um, and, you know, she's a different idea of friendship. Yeah, of course it's upsetting to me. I was always, I met her in a very uh, sad time in her life. I was very, nurturing empathetic that's the type of person i am you could see i could run a gamut of emotions even if i'm not the closest with someone i jennifer and i made up in a genuine way mm-hmm. um yeah it's, of course it's upsetting i i think she is a level of paranoia i've never seen in anybody mm-hmm. i mean yeah, i mean kind of piggybacking off that why do you think she was so convinced that you were the one to go to the blogs was it just because you were asking him a few questions about himself <sighs> Yeah, I think she just she because when she wants something to be true, I mean, she can delude herself into thinking something is true, even when it's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never quite witnessed something like that, but I'm brutally honest, even with myself. And, you know, she doesn't want to see what's right in front of her. Mm -hmm. Do you still have red flags about Louis? You know, I feel a, a lot better. I think he addressed a lot of things. I think that's all that. Um questions you know what i mean i think when something's out there people have the the platform to address it on this show we're very lucky that way you know when things are out there people can easily make it right address it tell the truth and move on even if it's not the pretty truth whatever it is i think he's done um after the season he's done a great job of that and you know what i do know that he loves her very much and uh good luck to him i mean he's you know i'll take him over and you know 
in any day over her at this point. <laughs> what can you kind of tease about the reunion? I know that this is going to be a fiery reunion. I think Jennifer just said in the interview that Andy had to like calm everybody down a little bit. Oh yeah, Andy, I've never seen him so frustrated, agitated. It's the longest reunion I've ever had. I think that he's ever had. We went way over. Um, it's it's crazy. I said it was draining. Mm-hmm. Uh exhausting fights explode with people you would never think they would explode with usually on reunions we have a lot of resolve this reunion there was a lot of um people going away still agitated new people fighting so there's no resolve this season there just isn't yeah melissa said um i think on watch what happens live that she hasn't spoken to Teresa since the reunion does that surprise you at all yeah doesn't surprise me Mm mm-hmm it was, it was ugly. <laughs> it was ugly. I was like, wow. Have you spoken to Teresa since the reunion? Uh, I haven't spoken to her, no. Yeah. But I will, I will say she did text me for my birthday. Which oh, that, her. that was good. Which is a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Teresa having zero remorse for what went down. Not surprprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's going to be good. Zero remorse. And Margaret said too, like, Andy just went. Yeah. He couldn't control them, which I mean, I'm not surprised, but. <laughs> <laughs> so excited for it um yeah i mean we only have one more episode to go for the finale and then the the reunion will get underway so not too not we don't have to wait too long for it yeah i like it when it sounds like they shoot the reunion close to the end of you know when they're watching it real in real time yeah no they only shot it a couple of weeks ago and you know and margaret yeah. said you know she hasn't talked to Teresa. she did say that Teresa texted her for her birthday which i saw that in your interview yeah shocking <laughs> shocking very shocking she thought that was but melissa said that she hasn't spoken to Teresa. yeah since the reunion yeah. mm-hmm. Crazy. All, right. all right well more jersey we got to get to more of your interview with tracy johnson um who actually spoke out about the rumors surrounding her and husband tiki barbers um rumors that circulated around them before the show so take a look what were some maybe misconceptions about your relationship that you wanted to clear up going um so many um that you know tiki and i had this big affair which was not true that i was the nanny or the babysitter which is patently not true um and i think just all those things came up and i was very happy um to be able to have a platform to address them finally Definitely. Did, how did this, did this show change your relationship at all with Tiki? Did it bring you guys closer together? Did, you know, was there ever any strain on your relationship? I don't think he would say it changed our relationship. I think for me, it made me admire him more because I suddenly became so much more busy than normal. Yeah. And he was so supportive, always giving me the most confidence to go out there and do my thing and not be afraid and everything else. And it really made me respect him more as a husband. Yeah. She, I mean, she kind of used this, you know, platform to try to set the record straight about her relationship and said that there was no affair before they got together. Yeah. I mean, I still can't believe Cheeky Barber's on the show. It blows my mind. Every time we watch it, it blows my mind. Why, Tiki? You don't need this. You don't need it. At I least he didn't go on a boat trip. I was going to say, at least he sat that one out. Yeah. He was working, which I actually believe because he has real jobs and doesn't right. need the show. I can't imagine him being on a boat with a uh, a dildo in his hand. I mean, I'm just No, like drinking out of the... I can't. I mean, 
Jersey. All right. Well, let's let's uh, yes. re- let's get into more of um, of Jersey. I mean, was anything else stick out to you for that boat ride? <laughs> oh my god, that boat ride was hysterical. Like that is the reason why the Jersey yeah. House husbands are a part of the show because right. like it was entertaining. You it know, was what so I mean? entertaining. Like, I'm always like, oh, I just like the housewives. I don't love the husbands on the show. I only like them in small pieces. But that was actually entertaining, and it made me want to go to Nashville and do one of these like pontoon boats yes. and get wasted. <laughs> totally. I love like Bill when he returned to the house and he was like so disheveled. His hair is like all out of sorts. And it's like, that is like, that is, you know, you had a good time when. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could like feel their seven o'clock, 7 PM hangover. You know what I mean? And I couldn't believe that they rallied and drank again. They were all like, know. at dinner. I know. I'm I like, I'm in bed. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and they're like, you know, a little older, like they, they, yeah. they really can rally. I, I give it to them. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this country song. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we I got lady drama. Like uh, Jennifer Aiden's outfit. I, I love it. I'm my international. Um, I, I thought it was going to be better. I, I would go as far as saying the OC song was better. I know. I guess. I mean, we yes. Please let us know in the comments which song is better, OC or Jersey. <laughs> But I have to say that like the lady drama is now stuck in my head a little bit. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to like it. Like I love country music and I was like a country song about housewives. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so it's funny. Melissa Gorga with her, like, you know, trying to be a good singer. Her Mariah Carey riffs. Oh like. my God. Her riffs. <laughs> so, so I totally forgot that she was like a, a, pop star for a minute on display on display on display (laughs) um then we got a little line dancing action yeah I mean, they really, they really did it up when uh, Nashville, I appreciate, I really enjoyed whoever's producer's idea was to send Jersey to Nashville. Yes. I'm into it. I totally into it. And then we got Teresa's um, apology yeah. at the dinner, like some, uh, you know, Teresa's backhanded apology. I mean, Joe Gorga was all about it. So was Melissa. They're like, at least she apologized. But I mean, uh, at that point, it's like, maybe it's just better left unsaid. Yeah. I mean, she said she was provoked. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like a full-on apology to Margaret. She even said it wasn't an apology yeah. to Margaret. It was an apology to everyone. I mean, it was a very secondhand apology. Yeah. It wasn't a very good apology. And right. I don't know. I really, the, then she made comments about, of course, Margaret's eating dinner. She always eats dinner, which I'm like, I always eat dinner. What's right. I mean, dinner? That was, I would like, eat that whole barbecue plate. That spread. What, like, what is what's these comments about body yeah. shaming Margaret? I, I'm not. I'm not into those. No. And we, when I asked Margaret about it, she said, you know, it was rude. It was despicable. And she was like, yeah. especially in a season where Jackie has been opening up so much about her totally. eating disorder. She's like, you know, the, the women didn't really know what was going on with Jackie behind the scenes, but she's like, she did, and it was really hurtful, and rightfully so, and because it wasn't. She made the comments about her butt jiggling when she when they were playing the softball game so it's come up on multiple occasions so just not a good look for Teresa I'm sorry I hated Teresa's outfit at that dinner like what is she wearing a animal print right jumps like one right you know People can comment on YouTube, Teresa. <laughs> right. No, definitely. And people, and, and they don't. And you know, what was so interesting too, of what Margaret said um, about the fight, like going back to the fight a little bit is that they promised after the whole hair pulling incident that they weren't going to get physical anymore. Like they, that yeah. was like a group promise. And, you know, Teresa kind of broke that. And so it'll be interesting to see if anything gets resolved at this reunion about this. Yeah. I don't think it will. Love it. Well, speaking of reunions, 
Let's talk about OC. All right. <laughs> Part one of the reunion aired this week. Um, first of all, we got to see their outfits in person. You know, we had dissected their yes. photos when they came out. Some of them looked better in person. Some of them looked the same or worse. Like yeah. Heather still didn't fit in at all. <laughs> no, it didn't fit in at all. And for Shannon having a last minute no, dress disaster, it yeah. wasn't that bad. It was actually no, it was nice. Fine. She looked fine. Again, it just looked like they were all going to different parties. Like exactly. we said, sometimes when they get to set, it all kind of comes together. For this one, it didn't come together. For no, me. it definitely didn't. No, it wasn't uh, kind of like the rest of this season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we find out that no Noella met her her husband on seeking arrangements, which was a big, you know, secret that they held back from us the whole season. Bury the lead. I mean, oh my God. So I had never heard of seeking arrangements before. But everyone else had. I guess so. I guess they like researched. Yeah, but apparently (laughs) it's like for to find a sugar daddy. And that's what she did. Yeah, it's crazy. Even my husband was watching the reunion with me last night, and um he has not watched OC because I usually watch it during like work hours or in the morning early. And um even he was like, what is up with this girl? (laughs) (laughs) Having never seen the season, he was still like, whoa, she's whoa. And then like she then she talks about her boyfriend um, who bought her a sex toy company after weeks of being together. Like what? what? That picture of them. Wow. Wow. Like what goes on? I don't, I don't understand. I almost she, do want to see her back though, you guys. No. Like I almost want to see what I just want to see her her story. Yeah. I mean, well, good news, she's not stacking vaginas anymore because yeah. her boyfriend well, her boyfriend thinks that's cheating. So crazy. So, so crazy. crazy. And then we get into Heather versus Shannon again. Um what did you think about this? Do you think there's any friendship there? I think so. I mean, I don't think, I think eventually they'll probably, you know, mend fences, but it, you know, what was interesting is that they actually brought up stuff from the past. I'm like, why don't we do that all season? Like, you know, know. She, you know, Heather could have been like, I knew that David was having this affair. Like that could have been like a whole storyline type of totally. thing. I, you know, I, I don't know. It just, we focused so much on Noella this season that I feel like so many other storylines could have happened and they didn't. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like they, can move on from this i feel like they can move on my my opinion i think shannon just did the housewives one season too long i think she should have either walked away or been fired last season i think we've seen her story over and over again we've seen how she reacts she didn't have any friends this season so it just felt very like disconnected Mm -hmm. she has friends mandy Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. What did she call them? Like the core four. Well, but you know, it seems like things get heated next episode, you know, based on, you know, the trailers, we'll see Emily and Gina kind of go at it and that'll be wrapped up. But yeah, now kind of a well, wrap up of a lackluster season. Yeah, not my yeah. Be- not the best. Not, not the, best. the best. Not the best. All right. Well, let's get into our social spotlight. Which uh, which housewife caught your attention on social media this week? All right. So it goes to Best of Bravo. Um, they want to start a petition to stop the singing on Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great. So they said two singing episodes in a row. First OC, then Jersey. Haven't we been through enough? <laughs> and okay, Melissa, LOL. <laughs> and then the second photo is an old photo of Danielle Staub. And it says on the phone, police. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's hysterical. Yeah, I'm very surprised. So many uh, singing episodes. But. So 
many. <laughs> Running out of things to do, I guess. Um, mine went to Kyle Richards. She went to Coachella this weekend with um, Teddy Mellencamp, it looks like, her husband. Um, you know, I mean... She did hashtag it saying haters let me live because I guess maybe she was getting some hate for, you know, going to Coachella yeah. in her. How old is she? 15? I just Googled it as we were speaking. She's 53. Yes. She's 53. <gasps> Yeah. Uh, yeah, let your daughters go. Let your daughters yeah. go. Yeah, no, I feel like, I mean, she looks great. I'm sure it was a lot of fun, but, yeah. you know, sometimes it's good to hang up the, the cowboy boots and the, yeah. <laughs> the fringe. Although, I have to say, after watching um, the Nashville episode and seeing Teresa and Dolores go to the cowboy, I, I'm totally going to that store and getting cowboy boots. Seriously, they, they were bedazzled cowboy I boots. I want bedazzled cowgirl boots. I do, too. I do, too. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. If you want to listen to our full interview with Margaret Josephs, listen to our Getting Real with the Housewives podcast. Keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.